Hey, this is Colt Cabana, professional wrestler from the Art of Wrestling podcast. You're listening to City Wrestling Radio Podcast. This is weird because it's either radio or podcast. Can't be both, but hey, with you, baby, it is. What's going on, everybody? This is City Wrestling Radio, and this, well, this is Smack It, our weekly SmackDown Live recap and review show. I'm your host, Corey Smith, back at it again in the Diamond Studio with my co-host of the day, the lovely, the talented, Michael Vergara. Yeah, you're lovely and talented. Thank you. I, 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 I was trying to think of a third. I was going to say Miss Michael Vergara, but then I was like, you know what? I'm, you're, no. you're not a miss. Uh, well, yeah. you missed on that one. How are you today, sir? I'm doing great. You know, still reeling over that Sharks game last night. How about them Shock Boys and Lava Girls? Um, I was at Virgil's last night, and it was on in the background. Have you, are you for, do you know Virgil's, the bar? No, no. It's it's a bar on Mission Street. It's nice. It's, okay, well. It's it's nice. Yeah. Hockey game. Hockey stuff was going on. What is you know? hockey? Is that that stick game? Like, yes, I, it's, I, it's I, a I stick game and a puck, and there's goalies. There's five people. It's great. Um and yeah, the Sharks come back from a three-goal deficit and a three-game deficit only for them to score four goals in about less than five minutes to come back. And then the and then Golden Knights tie it like 40, with 47 seconds left in the third period, went to overtime, and then... Is this the Stanley Cup final? No, this is the first round of the Stanley Cup playoffs. Oh, fine. So they got two more to so go. So Sharks will make it until the very end and then lose like they do every year. You know, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't put a past against them to. Uh, actually, you know what? No, they're going all the way. I don't want to put that juju on. Come on, Corey. Yeah. And there was apparently some good basketball to last night. Too. Yeah, Damian Lillard scored a, a series-winning three against Paul George, the be- arguably the best OKC, uh, the best player on that team. Yeah, it's definitely not Westbrook, at least anymore. Unless, uh, but that was a crazy night of sports and, and SmackDown Live. Yep, SmackDown Live. That was crazy. That That's was what we're here to talk a about. Show. I mean, what do you think about SmackDown Live? I think I'm going to do this re- new reformatting. You're just going to have to follow me along. What do you think of SmackDown overall? Overall, like yeah. just like as a show, yeah. um, it has, you know, Road Dog did leave the creative, uh, uh, the creative team as the head writer. So you know, knowing Roman Reigns, oh, you didn't is back know on the show, and um, you know, you see that. Uh, the fact that Roman Reigns and Elias are like pretty much entwined together, and for that to be kind of a stopgap program, yeah, uh, it's beginning to feel like Raw. <laughs> a little bit, a little bit. I can. This definitely is we're feel on week that. two. This is the real like challenge, and it's like this is especially they brought the two most raw guys over, Roman Reigns and Elias. Well, yeah, I mean, I put that more on Elias than Roman Reigns because I can see the roster that that SmackDown has. Like, it, you can build, you can. You can build around Roman with that roster really well, mm-hmm. but they ju- they're just going to pin him against Elias because it's a stopgap. It's the safest match. It's the soft. It's a softball of a program for Roman until he eventually, probably, most likely, goes to SummerSlam against the either Kofi Kingston or Kevin Owens. I can and definitely see Kevin Owens winning that nah. title and then just facing Roman, and then they'll just on SummerSlam, and they'll just you know. It'll be the end of it. So this uh, last night we also found out the superstar shakeup is still going on. It's ongoing. It's, I think it might still be ongoing. I don't know. We haven't seen Jose show up on the B show yet. We'll see if that happens on Friday. But the shakeup's happening all around. How many days 
Will the shakeup be I, continue? I honestly I think, think this is probably the last day. It probably is. Yeah. The well, as you may have already heard, Andrade is moving back to SmackDown. At the behest, people thought it was just because Charlotte has the pull, brother. She's politicking and hot dogging and everything. No, it was. Pr- We've heard reports that it was actually a call from Fox uh, to put Andrade into the roster because they need a strong Latin. Uh, American audience and uh, why not? And uh, they said, "Well, no, Rey Mysterio needs to stay on Raw because I want him dead. So we'll just put Andrade, a place where we, a person that we actually care about, in a show that we actually care about. So there you go. Yeah, there's uh, there's also some other speculation I've heard from you know Brian Alvarez talking about how you know they did break up the couple of Charlotte and Andrade. They broke them up straight up." You know, they're, every other couple they made sure to keep together. They even moved Alistair Black back they kinda, over they, to SmackDown. They go out of their way to make sure that, to, to do that. Or, like, they go out of their way to make sure that doesn't happen. And they, and they, it they dep- knew. And it depends on whether or not they like you or not? Yes. Is that what you're saying? No, I don't I know. I mean, Andrade's it, back. There's, there, it depends on a bunch a bunch of reasons. Well, I think Andrade's back because of the fan, the fan quote-unquote, outrage online. That you know, like every every couple did stay together, but Charlotte and Fran Andretti like, were broken up for some reason. But and I, I wonder, I, you know, like there's a lot of reasons why a fan would fans would be outraged over something in the WWE, but outraged over the fact that a married, not even a married couple, like a couple in a relationship, just happened to be split up through their because of the where they work. It's kind of reaching at that point. It is, it is. But WWE, they like like we said, like. If the other company also went out their way to keep couples together, then, you know. But anyway, It is interesting that they put Andrade. I Because like when I saw Andrade like I drafted Raw, like, oh, that means Charlotte is definitely Coming going to Raw. Which would be great. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, it makes a lot of sense considering how lopsided the Raw women's are right now, especially with Sasha gone. Sasha's gone. Bailey's gone. Becky. Becky will probably stay on Raw when she loses the title. Yeah, because they don't want to split up Rollins. Yeah, and <laughs> she, you know, she, <laughs> no, that's it's it's hard. It's like really yeah, tough to speculate. Exactly. It's really weird speculating just based on who you know, who they're with. Um, who's uh, who's smooching with who? You know, it's more like I mean, I can definitely see Becky staying on uh, going to Raw, which I mean, I guess. But the biggest news of last night, I think, coming out of last night, was Becky Lynch has set, is now set to defend her championship twice at Money in the Bank. I feel, I Two mean, different matches. It was announced on the show. I feel like we could just we could have easily. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but before we get into that, guys, uh, if you like this show or if any of our, you know, we're going to get into our full review plus some news. But if you like this show or any of our other shows, check out SoundCloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. Also, across a plethora of other fine podcast delivery applications, iTunes, Google, Stitcher, and CastBox. If you also like us and you want to see some of our pretty faces, check us out on YouTube. Search, Go to YouTube, search City Wrestling Radio. And if you really want to help support the show, guys, go to brownbutterwrestling.com slash cwr.html for your very own City Wrestling Radio t-shirt. Buy a t-shirt today and be the first kid on your block to be the coolest, to rep the coolest, the hippest, the freshest podcast around. A size is extra small to 4XL. Michael, did you buy your shirt yet? No, you already have a shirt. I bought it, though. You bought it. You bought another one. Mm-hmm. I I bought one. I bought one just because you know. So, I yeah. feel like if I buy one, everyone else should buy one too. Just guilt trip everybody into buying. Like I bought it. Yeah, yeah I took one for the team. I'll give one as a gift to someone. Maybe we'll give it away as a gift on the show. First to reply. Hey guys, all those extra large size shirt people. We'll have a contest for you soon. 
But yeah, no, go buy a shirt because it's nice. It's a good logo and more designs soon to come. I think I'm going to upload another design probably next week. A cool because we have best of the super juniors coming up. I feel like we should have some new Japan pro wrestling themed t-shirt, which is just replace all the letters with Japanese characters. Oh, you didn't have to give away the surprise. There's also some other stuff on there. Like Like? a line that separates said logo from said Japanese characters. Ooh. Anyways, Best of the Super Juniors is coming up next week. Or not next week, in a couple weeks. Probably a month or so. I don't know the exact date, but the lineup was just announced yesterday. So should we go through the lineup, Michael? Why not? I mean, we yeah. That's what we do. Uh, let's see. Let me minimize this. Move this over here. Ha ha. Here we go. Uh, here we go. Uh, Ryusaku. Was it? Ryusuke Taguchi. Thank you. Uh, we also have Tiger Mask 4, Show Yo, Will Ospreay, Taiji Ishimori, El Desperado, Takamishinoku, Yoshinobu, Kanemura. Kanemaru. Kanemaru. I was close on that one. Bushi, Flip Gordon, Titan, or Titan, I'm sorry. Uh, Marty Scroll, Dragon Lee, Robbie Eagles, Jonathan Gresha, Bandito, uh, Shingo Tagagi, and a mystery person that will be announced on May 4th during uh, Wrestling Dontaku. It'll probably be Phantasmo because they've been a uh, Bullet Club has been like definitely just you know like promoting him like for a very for a, like for quite some time I think so it'll probably be Phantasmo. What about uh, Tanahashi? Not no, not Hiroshi. Tanahashi is not a super junior. No, I know not Hiroshi Tanahashi. I'm sorry, I get people mixed up sometimes. Hiromu Takahashi is probably they're still probably saving him up. For, but for him to come back and win the best of the super juniors, for him to come back from a near life threatening injury and to put him in a tournament like this would be wrestling malpractice. This it'll be like within the top twenty most boneheaded things you could have you could possibly do to an individual in wrestling. That means he's never going to be able, like the major. Push He'll now. have a match. He'll probably be. It'll be probably against the the winner of the super junior final. Uh, no, against the you know the, the winner, winner of the winner of the Super Junior match, the, the winner of the of the yeah yeah, and so like that's what they'll probably gear up for his return. He'll probably return maybe I would say I would say he have him return around the Dominion show. All right, as of right now, with that list being said, I'm actually surprised Will Osprey is actually in that is in I'm that surprised name too. because he, they he, I, they were doing. Because they were all they, you know, they gave him the never open weight until Jeff Cobb won it, and like it, you really thought there was going to be like this true transition from you know from being a regular weight from junior, I mean heavyweight to junior heavyweight. Yeah. So it's inter- I guess because he's easily the biggest name uh, associated with uh, the junior heavyweight so far, and so they wanted to you know put names on that. Jonathan Gresham, he'll be awesome. Bandito, he's good. He's going to be awesome. Uh, Taiji Ishimori, what's what's there to be said? You know, he's, oh. he's the champion. And the tournament's going to be taking place uh, starting May 13th uh, to June 5th. So May 13th, that's, uh, that's six days before the... That's six days before the Game of Thrones finale, which is also money in the bank. Is it really? No, I I think I think we um, because that would there's eight episodes. We've had two so far. That means six more weeks. I think we're fine for Game of Thrones. We have six more episodes of Game of Thrones. Well, no, I I feel like that was okay. Whatever. But yeah, no, I I was because I remember you saying that before, and I was thinking about it. But it's okay. Maybe well, we'll do some sort of watch party where we have both going at the same time. I'm just listening mm-hmm. to Game of Thrones while watching Money in the Bank. That's that sounds like real good content, Corey. Who do you got right now? 
in this uh, best of the super juniors, not in Game of Thrones. My money's uh, on Cersei. Uh, let's see. I'm gonna say. Mm, I'm gonna say Bandito. I kind of agree with you on that one. Yeah, mm. uh, him or I. I want to see Jonathan Gresham go far. I don't think he'll win it. He's too. I think he's not a New Japan guy. Oh, so neither is Bandito. But Bandito has been showing a lot of promise lately. Wait, did Bandito? He's he signed. A, no, he's, he's signed a Ring of Honor. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Um, it could be definitely, um, but it'll definitely. I would like to see. Dude, a, Kyle O'Reilly won the Super Juniors. Kyle O'Reilly also won the Ring of Honor World Heavyweight Championship. Is there anything that guy can't do? Uh, Except no. get Adam Cole a title. Ooh, shots fired. Yeah. Shots fired. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, there was some other news, right? Uh, do we have uh, War Raiders or the Viking Experience or the Viking Warriors changing their names again? They used to be Viking Raiders, and now they're Viking. They're pro- I, it was on a survey held by WWE. There was probably a miscommunication where, like, oh, wait, that's the name now? Viking Raiders, but then they put down Viking Warriors. It. Like this kind of stuff, like it's just going. Is this is what they're going to be known for? Honestly, like this constant name. Well, I could be wrong in about like in about a month or two, while yeah. everybody forgets about this because they'll probably forget about them in general. Oh man! <laughs> and uh, oh man! I mean, hey, they could have a meaningful push. We don't know. They probably. I mean, clearly, Vince cares about them if he wanted to change their names. So. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. But then, like so far, this debut has just been plagued by this by this notion of changing their names and then responding to it and then just backpedaling into it to even a to arguably even worse name. It's it, much like WWE. Like it's just it's just a mess. It's just a mess. It is a whole mess. WWE. You know. It, 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 you know. There's some other stuff going on with WWE. Let's continue with some more news because it leads us to our next thing. Bray Wyatt in the Firefly Funhouse. Yeah, what about that? Uh, apparently, well, it could, everybody has an opinion about it. Could be canceled already. You PBS canceled it. Yeah, like according to Brad Shepard. Really, according to Brad Shepard, uh, he says, "quote I was told that WWE considered dropping the gimmick altogether after feedback Tuesday morning from a big wig shareholders uh, sponsors voicing their opinion on it. Apparently, uh, they didn't like the whole cult leader of of children vibe. But the thing is, it's." It's a, it, the edge that it's going for is that it's a two-faced children's show. Like there's like a there's a CD under like an underling towards the children's show, which which can be legit scary to kids. I mean, I, I mean, I think I think you are underestimating the 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 the, the power of the shareholders. No, no, no. The like of what kids are afraid of nowadays. Like especially of today. Like they see everything now, especially with the internet. No, I feel like they're afraid of gluten now. So like something like, like where are you going with this, Corey? Kids are. I feel like kids are more scared nowadays of things. I, I like mean, once like, they get to like the like the cool ages, like thirteen and stuff. Which I feel like is the, like is the like audience that you're trying to go. They're trying to go for with this. Like it doesn't have to be like oh. No, I know, I know, I know. But yeah, I I totally. What do you what do you think of the whole gimmick? Yeah. I I generally actually I'm into it. It's it's something fresh. For Bray Wyatt to really sink his teeth into, and you, like judging by this vignette, he's going really all in with it, and so the the whole notion of like I said before, like a two faced children's show, like like um, Adult Swim's uh, Too Many Cooks, where it just kind of has brings this subversive surrealism to 
the Bray Wyatt character or you know? and any and in WWE in general like do I think they're going to maintain this level of uh of um like this hey, maintainment man. this level of momentum regarding like the way I feel about it in a positive light like fuck no I'm I'm just the only way to enjoy WWE is if it's in the moment like it's so and at this very moment like the Bray Wyatt uh Firefly Funhouse thing I'm I'm into it and if it's f- fucking terrible next week then that's fucking terrible next this week um what yeah i feel like i feel like he just watched a couple of it he was pre- preparing to be a new father for his new child with jojo and he's like i watched and then he brought out a chainsaw and skin his ass raw you know break when, somebody's w- face tonight when the day keeps going this way i just might yeah. break something tonight yeah, so that's interesting. We'll see what happens with Bray Wyatt. Say the least, to say the least. We don't even know if he's on Monday Night Raw or SmackDown. He's they showed both. They showed him both. Yeah, so if Brad Shepard is reporting this, he says Tuesday morning, um, they said all this stuff, but, you know, Tuesday night. Man, they I'm going to miss that theme song. That one? No, the Bray Wyatt theme song. That I, that was one of the best. I consider that one of the best, like, theme song. Well, not anymore, not anymore apparently. But, um, yeah. And uh, Luke Harper's gone, or he's not gone. He's being denied his release. So we'll, well see. His if contract's up until his contract's up until November. So oh, he's got not that long to go. So he'll be fine. You know, SmackDown Live. Shall we talk about it now? Yeah, let's talk about it. We kicked off with Shane McMahon, the best in the world, uh, coming down to the ring. They only had, they only had time for one. Well, Greg Hamilton, I think, got it right the first time. You know, for yeah, the first he's time really ever. nailing. He's actually like legitimately good at that. The one thing I want this, the only thing I want with the storyline now is I want heels, like all the heels, to start punking Greg Hamilton, like going up to him and like trying to. Like, he's like, really, like now everyone's punking me because Shane McMahon punks me. I don't know. I just think that'd be a little bit more interesting. Uh, he gets it on the first try. Shane says he's out there to address Roman Reigns for his actions last week for attacking his father, Vince Kennedy McMahon. Uh, Shane says that when Roman hit Vince last week, it was it was kind of like defacing the American flag. Uh-huh. Uh, because, you know, Vince is old and raggedy like the American flag can be sometimes. He's considered a national treasure. Oh, is that why? Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, Shane is then contemplating the punishment for Roman. Well, he also, you forgot the line what Shane said. Now, who would possibly hit another man's father? Which I thought was really funny. Yeah, he, yeah, he said, "Who, who, who would put hands on another man's father?" And That's what I said, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." No, sorry, I was just had a habit of repeating people sometimes. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, it was like you said, it was a good line because, like, and it was, it's a, uh, it's the one of the very few subtle jokes that you know anybody in the WWE actually performs. And it's surprised that this came from Shane McMahon, who's actually been kind of a pretty good heel. Like I. I, we sometimes forget that Shane McMahon's actually like a very. It's in his. It's in his. It's in his blood. It's in his genes. He's a McMahon. He's, damn it. Yeah, he's a McMahon. Damn it. Where he's, he's very natural in this sort of role of him just messing with people and just being an overall bully. Yeah, he's not being a star. Uh, he says he's going to uh, figure out what to do with Roman, whether it's going to be a fine or fire, firing from him from the company. God, that graphic. Will Roman Reigns get fired? And I'm like, you. No one is buying this no. for one iota. It's like thinking Triple H is going to retire if he loses. You know what? I'm still giving you shit for that. No, because there could have been a legit good storyline after Let's move that. move on. And him trying to figure out. Anyways, out comes Roman Reigns. Um, he comes in the ring. He just throws his mic to the side, and then so does Shane. Uh, then Elias comes out, distracts Roman. Shane attacks Roman. They all brawl. 
uh, Shane and Elias get away. So they're yeah, the new best friends. I was, I, 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 I hate Elias. I really, I, no, I don't hate Elias. I'm sure he's a nice person. He might be. I don't know. I never met the guy. But I just he don't just like brings that certain aspect of WWE that I just don't like, which is just entertainer first, wrestler second, yeah. kind of thing. He's just like it, it, the notion of him being this top guy just seems so super outdated. Like the musician just happens to be like a res- a heel wrestler, and I I liked it better when he was homeless. <laughs> when he was a drifter, yeah, exactly. I mean, that's homeless, right? I mean, he wasn't that he wasn't that well received then. They should have like like gave him a modern day drifter character and like had him like with like a um, but then that's not grateful a heel, dead though. grateful dead pack. yes it is I mean you've never dr- met one no, of these a guys drift, like a drifter like like if you if you have like if you have a certain mysteriousness to them like it people tend to be attracted like, I, I could, to that kind of thing no what about the guy um, who tried to like kill somebody he was like a hitchhiker and he tried to kill someone with like a little axe but then he like saved a woman a week before with said axe. Wow, I I never heard about this story. It's it happened in Northern California. I can't remember. It was a few years ago. Anywho's, uh, so yeah, Elias and Shane are a thing now. Um, they're cute. So they're sharing cars together. They're not the split the rod. They were not split up by the superstar. No, they made sure. Well, Shane could go back. Shane has an open relationship with the brand. So, um, then they go backstage and they're just talking about what happened. They're like, "Yeah, can you believe that happened? Yeah, huh." Like oh, the, you forgot the line uh, again. The one of the what? biggest takeaways was Shane McMahon. He said he, when he was talking about national treasures, um, like he's like about talking about the flag, and he's talking about Rount Mushmore. Rount what? Rount Mushmore. Oh, he said that. Yeah, he. Totally I didn't even catch that. that. He the, the commentators made sure that he said made sure <laughs> to confirm that he in fact did say that. Uh, then we have Kayla backstage after this with Kofi Kingston. Kofi, uh, he you know he just. He's back there. He's doing his thing. He's talking about last week, Big E being out. He's still talking about winning the main event at WrestleMania. Well, not the main event. Winning the title at WrestleMania and talking about Big E being injured and Big O taking his place. I like the fact that a good chunk of this promo was just Kofi by himself. Yeah, it actually gave Kofi like some And he made sure power. people know that this guy is the WWE champion until Xavier Woods, like, spilled onto the scene to bring it on home but i thought that was a very nice touch to acknowledge that he is he is the proverbial top guy in this brand yeah and you better recognize so you know and and also like and how the sh- and it was it was made it especially clear how that when it was when that show ended too exactly and also kevin owens comedically being in the new days kind of funny for a minute they're not overplaying it you know because it's done this week I think two weeks is fine, um, but you know he's in the segment too. They both, him and Xavier, both jump into frame, and Ke- Kevin Owens makes sure to let you know that he jumped in frame because he's a bigger guy, and sometimes he's all he is. He is nothing but the frame. Yeah. Uh, so later tonight there's going to be a match: Shinsuke Nakamura versus Kofi Kingston. Is this where um, Big E says, or not Big E, Big O? Uh, Big O says, "Oh, I know you're going to win tonight," to Kofi Kingston. Like I'll, I know for sure. Yeah, it's because he's he just has confidence in his friends. Foreshadowing. It's it's a line I heard on class. Anyways, next up we have Finn Balor versus Andrade because Finn Balor needs a win back after fresh matchups only here in SmackDown Live. Well, you know it it kind of is because Finn Balor was on Raw for a while, and you know I know we got this match a couple weeks ago, but you know you mean last week? Yeah, last week, (laughs) Uh, but. Nonetheless, you know, this is only the second time we've seen this match. So and that's fun. so one person lost and 
because was Finn Balor, and now this week, what happened, Corey? Uh, so Andrade and Zelina Vega, they're back in gorilla position. Uh, he says uh, he wants to destroy the myth of Finn Balor. So that's good. That's fun. I like. They have that. not given one reason why Andrade moved back to SmackDown. No, at least, at least one reason to justify this entire he said, thing. He said something about him doing what he wants, but he didn't say anything referring to the shakeup. Like you know, like how about him just saying he 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 has a victory over Finn Balor, and so he wants to. I, he wants to drag, He wants to go to SmackDown to challenge for the Intercontinental Title. Yeah, like makes perfect could they sense. Even, could they couldn't even say they couldn't even say that. Makes perfect sense, but no, no, he did not. Uh, they come out. The two go back and forth. Springboard corkscrew suicide dive to Finn Balor on the outside by Andrade. Transition DDT to Andrade. Uh, standing double stomp to Andrade. Balor crotched on the top rope. Balor then reverses a super hurricane Rana into a roll-up, followed by a kick-out, back elbow, double knees in the corner to Balor, kick-out. Selena Vega then gets on the top ropes, then... Teasing the spot, which, te- yeah, she does the thing. They've done that before, too, right, in NXT? That's her thing. Uh, but in NXT, I think he got yep. he got kicked, right, by the Claymore. Did he get the Claymore with her? Well, anyways, while he was holding her, right? I don't remember. Anyways. Uh, Zelina Vega then pushed to the side. Balor hits a shotgun dropkick, coup de gras, pin, and the win for Finn. Yep. So. Just uh, flip a coin. Who won this? Yep. Finn Two. Balor. It was a decent match. These guys work well together. And this match was actually, I thought, a lot better than their Raw match. So I don't know if they're allowed to go a little bit more on SmackDown. I don't know if you know. If it's I, the thing is, I don't remember enough about the Raw match to really equate it towards this match. I, they might as well have been the same thing. I just, I'm outcome. comparing my excitement. Yeah. Maybe because... I mean, Bal- first one, like, for the first match, there was a level of excitement because you never normally see this match before. Fresh matchups. Yep. Fresh new excitement. Fresh matchups. <laughs> Next up, we have Elias backstage, and he's singing on Shane's limo. And during this, he sings a song to Roman Reigns about how he wants to challenge him at Money in the Bank. So very that's bold, happen. bold claim for uh, Elias to do right, right out of the gate. Shane likes that, but they have dis- dinner reservations, so they got to go. Um, they Bye. Get, get in Shane's Goodbye. limo and uh, leave leave the arena. Cool. We don't get an Elias match this week. Yeah. Yeah. So no headlocks for fucking five minutes. So that's that. Him and Baron Corbin. Fuck, man. Oh, yeah. Next up, we have uh, debuting on well, debuting in singles competition on SmackDown Live. Kyrie Sane versus Peyton Royce. Singles debut. Yeah, that's what I just said. Oh. Yeah. If you listen to me, uh, I'm kidding. So he's playing with a shoelace. Uh, before, uh, before earlier in the day, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville they tell Paige that you know don't come crawling back to us when your new tag team doesn't you know win any titles or have any success. Hey. So, I mean, she's right. You know, they, they felt rejected by Paige at a certain point. I and can see where they're Corey Graves pitching a tent, as he always does. Oh, my God. It's really fucking obnoxious. Like, he is not Bobby Heenan when Lex Luger is in the ring at all. He just comes off. It's just unnatural. It's un- and like Comes off like a horny old man. It's not even, it's not even that. It's just like it doesn't even come across as like. Horny. It just comes across as just like he, a horny woolly no, mammoth. No, no, no. It's like it's a directive okay. from somebody, <laughs> and like it's like this is the the character just that you're tell her how I that feel. I'm forcing you to take and drive it up to a thousand. Because you think it's like when somebody tells like when you're in middle school, you were like telling your friend, "Hey, can you tell her I like her?" He's like, ah, and yeah, yeah. That's that's exactly what that is, and I hate it. 
I thought it was funny the first couple of weeks, but you're right. After a while, it that's everything out. in WWE in a nutshell. I exactly. think it was funny in the first couple of weeks, and then eh, I mean, like the Firefly Funhouse could was, possibly be like this. No, I hope that's canceled, and I hope Bray just comes back. You don't like the Firefly Funhouse? No, I I really do actually. Something about it just like I'm out, I'm of an open mind about uh, it. It screams like taking much. I just maybe because I just I, I think, just really like Adult Swim. Do you remember like the that band kind of stuff? Bad Ronald. No. Okay. Nobody has. Guys, if you know who Bad Ronald is, hit me up at CW4 on 5, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I am Bad Ronald. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Kyrie Sane versus Peyton Royce. Let's see. Where were we? It's a fucking squad. Iconics come out. They call uh, Paige Nick Fury because she assembled her Avengers. Uh, Peyton and Billy are making up excuses for their loss last week, saying that they were surprised and dehydrated. But this week it's okay because Peyton drank a whole gallon of water. It was, I just it wasn't working like this day. I had to let that was in, that was hard facts for the match. Uh, let's see where were we in the match? Uh, Peyton thinks uh, Sane is a joke, but quickly shows that she is uh, to be taken seriously. Kyrie Sane catches a kick. Peyton dragon screw through the rope. Uh, let's see, air scepter is what they're calling her spear now. The air scepter. Okay. Um, it's a spear to Peyton Royce. A sliding D. They're keeping that name to Peyton Royce. Followed by an insane elbow pin and the win for Kyrie Sane. Washed after the match. Squash. After the match comes out, Fire and Desire, the team of Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, and they just stand there. Yeah. Um, I thought this just... I like Sonya Deville. I really do. I Me too. I actually... They, no, Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville, they have... Im- I like them both. They They're- have improved immensely from when they started. Yeah. To a point where if you gave this position... If you replace Fire and Desire to, to where the Iconics are, I'd be a lot more, like... Interested in interested interested in with in the into you, the tag team titles and you want to take the tag team, the women's tag team titles as a joke kind of now especially what happened like twenty to ten seconds prior where they are just completed as complete what? jokes and I again this they're is another funny, week but I don't find them funny at all they're just completely annoying and high, like the high pitch the high pitchiness of their delivery is just channel changing to me and I don't. I just don't get it. Like people say, like, oh yeah, no, they're funny. They're they have great on-screen chemistry together. But then, like, listen, as much as people want to tout this as a sports entertainment show, like there is a good chunk of the amount of what's going on in this screen is wrestling. And when you can't do that right, and I know it doesn't mean, and, and I know this doesn't mean good wrestling doesn't mean good business or anything. Right. It's just you have to have that certain level, especially within today's standards. Yeah, for yeah. this to you know, they should have stayed down in NXT for a while. I they, think they could have carried that NXT women's division for a little bit. I don't think, honestly, I feel like this is their ceiling. Like they would, I don't think they're getting any better than this. Well, at least it's a championship. It's, and then at least, I, and then and then like when you see, and then when you see the booking that the Iconics are getting. And they lose, see, and no, and then you see like I just every time I see them lose, I just I, I, I just come to think about myself, just think to like if I'm Sasha Banks, like I I'll stay home, like I don't want to. I, if this is how you're going to treat what we've been willing to exist in. Well, it's not just that. It's just also, too, because it's like, I wonder when they're going to get their win back. They won't. When they're they defi- split them up. They split them up, like, no. and they knew that right Iconics, after WrestleMania. Iconics, oh, Iconics. no. When are Iconics going to get their win back? It's when they defend their titles. And you know what I mean? And they're not even... They continue to beat the champions and lose every match thereafter. And then, like, it, you could... Okay, look, they're going to lose to these sets of tag teams, and then they're going to they're gonna have a, another fatal four-way, and then yet they fluke their way into the fucking... Fluke their way into this victory, and then it just makes everybody look bad because, you know... Yeah, how, yeah absolutely. I, I can definitely see that happening. I and agree. It's... The, the, the sooner this is over, the... 
the better. Uh, yeah, no. They are on my worst of list so far. So Fire and Desire are standing there, and all of a sudden out comes Jinder Mahal and the Singh Brothers. So Jinder Mahal is back on SmackDown Live. So that's cool. Hooray. Fun. Again. Yeah. This is sort of, this is starting to feel like Monday, the Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. And to make it feel a little bit more like Monday Night Raw, out comes his opponent, Chad Gable. I was actually looking forward to this match. I was. I too. was actually looking forward to see, like, Chad Gable getting a, a victory, like a small... No My money's on no, Gable. No pun intended. Uh, hey. Match. And then the the racist comes in, Lars Sullivan. Did he post more stuff? or, or No, it's uh, he posted enough stuff. He also gave, you know... There are things about him online. Just just Google Lars Sullivan's social media racism, and it's it's Work some, it's some indefensible shit. And it's just stuff that like I am just super completely out of whenever I see him on screen. And I mean, yeah, he, yeah, he no. claims he banged Ronda Rousey in the locker room. And I'm like, that's that is not that's, that's not nice. That's not even that's not true. <laughs> also not true. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean she. I mean who knows? He probably took her to the impregnation vacation. <laughs> We can we can only speculate. Hey, We're not like, there. Travis Brand, I think, is the only guy I don't to go think, on the impregnation. He kind of Clark Sullivan kind of does remind me of Travis Brand. If you would shave the mustache and just keep the Travis soul Brand patch. is a, a far more attractive man than Lars Sullivan, and I'm not. I don't even like. I heard bad things about both of them. Like you know what I mean? Very bad things. So, but that's just being said. Lars Sullivan is a very ugly individual. I'm just saying. Anyways, let's continue with the show. Uh, let's see, Jinder Mahal versus Chad Gable. Lars Sullivan comes down, attacks Chad Gable. Uh, Jinder runs off. Lars Sullivan goes after Sunil Singh. Did you see uh, Lars almost get tripped up in the ropes? He fell over after he goes after Sunil oh, Singh man, and had course, to grab himself course, by the ropes. Of course he fucked up. Uh, he freak accident to Samir Singh, and then we have a tilt to world. It's Power Sunil, bomb. by the way. Wait, is there Samir? There, there's Samir and Sunil. Okay. Uh, well, freak, freak accident to Samir at first, because uh, I heard them call it at first. I was like, I'm going to get these names right. Uh, tilt to world, powerbomb to Sunil, and then out comes our truth and then there goes our truth because he gets pretty much squashed. I, what was the point of our truth coming out if he was? He just wants to really know if he can really do it, you know? and he couldn't. Yeah. Uh, but I did like the intensity from our truth. That's fun. So uh, next up, Kayla backs in the locker room with Roman Reigns. Don't get too excited because it was just an interview. Um, Roman Reigns he accepts Elias' challenge because he's Roman fucking Reigns, and that's just that. You know who else is in a battle? Because uh, hey, honestly, a win's a win, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I still get paid, right? Next up, Becky and Charlotte face to face. Charlotte giving this away. was originally going to be a match. No, was it? I don't think so. I thought it was, and I then was they changed gonna... it to a face to face. Okay. Uh, Charlotte giving away her monologue to begin the show. I hate that because she's always just so like at WrestleMania. It was me, Ronda Rousey, Becky Lynch. Fighting the odds, three women in the you know kind of along those lines, very monologue. You're talking about Becky Lynch, right? No, I'm talking about Charlotte Flair. Oh, okay, yeah, Charlotte Flair just is very monologue-y. Uh Charlotte says Becky did not beat her; she beat Rousey. Out comes Becky Lynch. Uh, she says it was a winner take all match, and asked Charlotte if she didn't understand that. Why did she take the match? Uh, Becky says that she was busy beating Ronda Rousey, uh, someone who Charlotte could not beat. Becky then said she would prove herself that beat that she could beat Ronda Rousey because she knows. That she can beat Charlotte Flair. Uh, Charlotte then said after Lacey Evans, um, she wants to be next in line because Becky is shook by Charlotte Flair. She re- And it's true. Becky is referring to Charlotte Flair on Monday Night Raw uh, when talking to Lacey Evans, always referring to Charlotte Flair. So uh, then out comes, uh, out comes Bailey. Bailey. Yeah, so, Bailey. I mean, she got kind of a pop this week at least. Yeah, she didn't get like mercilessly booed because Canada hates her. Right? Uh, 
No. Oh, yeah. Canada does hate her. I forgot yeah, that. Yeah, that yeah. was pretty bad. And can and Charlotte hates Canada. Um, yeah. So the reason was is that Becky says, "Why doesn't Charlotte move out of the way for to clear the way for superstars like Bailey, Ember Moon, and Mickey James?" Uh, but Charlotte, uh, she says, "I like the quote." She says, "Well, Charlotte is the web that management will not untangle me from." That Becky said that it was a pretty good line. I liked it. whoever wrote that was pretty pretty funny. Uh, out comes Bailey. Um, she says. The superstar shakeup is is all about fresh new starts, and I and all I see is this rerun. Uh, she comes in the ring, but a, with a lot of intensity. Because yeah, no, she like pushed the mic out of Charlotte's like hand. Well, Charlotte, yeah, she says get to the back of the line with her kind of her hand on ba- Bailey's shoulder. She yeah. pushed her hand out of the way, and then she pushed the microphone out of her hand. So are we are we getting kind of a heel turn or pseudo heel turn for Bailey or maybe a character? Bailey's just tired of your shit. I like that. Ba- Same with I mean it helped Becky Lynch. Bailey's going through puberty. She's just fucking pissed off. Too many hormones and she just wants to beat people. She'll up. just gradually morph into Shayna Baszler. <laughs> she's like starting to hang out with Shayna Baszler more. She's like, "You're hanging out with a bad crowd, Bailey." She's like, I "Do what I want." Damn, they're the only ones that understand me. All right. True. Ooh, and they did reference the four horsewomen tonight. Of course they did. Uh, of course so, they did. So um, what it is, Bailey then challenges Charlotte to a match night for number one contendership of the SmackDown Live Women's Championship. Uh, so we have that match right now. Back and forth headlocks to begin the match. Like I said, Phillips reminds us about the four horsewomen. Uh, sloppy through the rope. Did you see that through the rope drop kick that Bailey tried to do? Yeah, it was she, really she bad. Keyword tried. Yeah, she tried, but the camera saved it a little bit. Uh, twisting neck breaker to Bailey. Bailey then goes... Uh, for corner elbows to Charlotte. Charlotte then starts focusing on the left leg of Bailey with and then a massive knee to Charlotte's face by Bailey. Uh, Charlotte rolls out of a Bailey to back suplex. Big boot to Bailey, followed by a kick out. Uh, I did like the crowd started chanting Charlotte no belts at that point. Clever, you know. You know I'm waiting for that shirt. Charlotte no belts. Uh, Charlotte then lands on her feet after a weird looking moonsault off the top rope. I mean, it, it looked really weird. Then we have a running sunset flip power bomb to Charlotte, followed by a kick out. Bailey then gets out of a figure for a figure eight leg lock, only be hit with a spear pin and the win for Charlotte. Yeah, very surprising that she, this is uh, this is one of the moves up Charlotte's sleeve. And a lot of people are pissed that about this. Like everyone's legit. Like oh, Charlotte, she politicked her way, like Hulk Hogan to get her way. I don't really see it that way. I think it's just a. You know, you could definitely have the justification that Charlotte had and didn't have anything to do with the finish at WrestleMania. She has that exactly. on her. She has that on her back, and so for her to rise up against uh, Bailey, who is your natural babyface underdog, for her to have a victory over, uh, for to have, to have Charlotte of her stature to have a victory over Bailey like that, and then facing a babyface in Becky Lynch, so we don't have to have another babyface versus babyface. Uh, Match, match because up, yeah. you know we already had, we already got one of those with Rollins and AJ and um, yeah I thought it was a pretty good match I thought this breathed some new life into Bailey to a certain extent like, it did definitely you can definitely squander this it was a like breath of fresh do. air for her yeah yeah um, as much as far as like in turn I can tell from like long term storylines for Beck for Bailey a wait and see kind of thing because we know there's there's always these stops and starts with an individual like Bailey where they know there's a ceiling for her. You know, I don't doubt that Bailey is would and Becky would put on a great match. But just think about it. Would you rather in one night if Becky's going to be in two matches, would you rather see her face Lacey Evans and well, then face two Charlotte? belts, two matches or you rather her face Bailey and Lacey Evans? 
You know what I mean? Like, what's going to have a better match in that whole outcome? It's going to be Charlotte and Becky. It's yeah. gonna, you know, out of the out of all of them, that's going to be the best matchup. Yeah. So just put Charlotte in that position, like you said, she has legitimate claim to the title. So. And so far as any indication, they um, Sasha has shown she hasn't been in the on the road with anybody as of right now. And uh, well, which they go- expected they expected her to get over this whatever she's going through. <laughs> Fucking get over it. Get over with the what, what they thought what she was going through for about some time, but she still hasn't. She has still hasn't come back, which on WWE's part is actually kind of a bad thing because they expected her to be back by the pay per view. And so nope, she gone. Or she could be the Money in the Bank. She she might be as a heel boss in the bank. Yeah, she cashes in on. Uh, uh, That's Becky. the thing. So okay, so after this, Kayla's backstage with Becky Lynch. She said she's going to defend against. Both uh, Lacey Evans and Charlotte in one night, she can have a third match. I'm gonna have a third match, Mike. Like she can beat Lacey Evans, did she, and lose did she the SmackDown. Say that? No. What if somebody who wins the money? In I the feel bank, like that is the expect one thousand percent the expected outcome. Exactly. So, like I said, Becky can be in a third match. I'm gonna say Lacey. They both. So Becky wins both matches, but then she loses the Raw belt. No, 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 SmackDown, because you don't want to split up Seth Becky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she needs to be on Raw, because that, that women's roster on Raw is... Yeah. And her hair is red, so might make it, So make her go to the red brand. Yeah, and she's got to be with her hubby. Not hubby. Well, Still under well, speculation. No, they're together holding each other. Which is because of that one concert, maybe she got really tired, all right? And she needed to hold on to Seth because her feet hurt. Yeah, sure. She was like, and also the only... They had to sit next to each other in the Hall of Fame. Like, isn't this weird? They have us sit next to each other. Oh, like, I wonder if that's the night that, like, like at last, my love has this is, come this is along. Our, this is, come on, save it for the fan fiction podcast that we're starting next week. I'm just kidding. Well, you said it. I mean, we'll have some free time over the summer. <laughs> I'm kidding. Uh, next up, Firefly Funhouse is still a thing, apparently, at least off for last night. We'll see where it goes. According to Brad Shepard, it's not. If you, you're just tuning in at this point, go back and listen. Um, and then the main event, Kofi Kingston versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Uh, so Rusev and Lana are ringside. Big O and Xavier are on New Day commentary, which I... Covered with the finest... Uh, pancakes. Pancakes. You could like the formation of it. It's like a, They're like a bunch of synchronized swimmers. And I wish that the pool was filled with pan, uh, syrup. With uh, maple syrup. Uh, so back and forth between the two men. Uh, rebound body splash to Shinsuke. We have a high-flying splash to the back of Shinsuke. Uh, Kofi then yells, come on, kind of like the mockingly Shinsuke Nakamura style, yeah. which I thought was really funny. Yeah, it's a callback. It, to Shinsuke Nakamura. It's a call. Like it's a, it's well, like Shinsuke you, you do the reverse taunt. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But for Kofi Kingston to do it, it kind of seemed like, okay, wow, like you... You, earlier in the night, you're actually taking the lead on the microphone, and now you're taking the lead in the kind of character of this match. Yeah. It seemed really nice. I liked it. Uh, running snap German off the middle rope to Kofi Kingston, which was, I have never seen him snap German like that before. That was pretty innovative. Yeah, I liked it because uh, Shinsuke runs to the ropes, does a snap German while Kofi was in the ropes. SOS to Shinsuke. Rusev then breaks up the count. DQ win for Kofi Kingston. Uh, then KO and Xavier hit the ring. Assisted suicide dive to Rusev by Xavier being helped by Kevin Owens. We have a Kinshasa to Xavier on the outside. Kevin Owens and Kofi are in the ring. Shinsuke runs in. SOS to Shinsuke. Followed by a super kick to Kofi Kingston by Kevin Owens. Curse his sudden but inevitable betrayal. Oh, no. I didn't Kevin see Owens. that coming. 
ever since. I honestly did not see it coming because, like, hey, if they're not doing it this week, they're probably going to be building up towards this for quite some time. It'll be awesome. But then Money in the Bank is in, like, two weeks. So And and Kofi doesn't have a match. So, yeah. It's that was an it was a natural it was a natural occurrence. Uh, he said, "I want this title," you know. So Kevin Owens back to square one. He um he's beaten down on a uh, Kofi Kingston. He takes him to the outside, goes for an apron power bomb. Uh, Xavier tries to intervene, gets the apron power bomb himself, and then um Kevin. And then you Owens. see Kofi like just looking at Kevin as he power bombs. Like, so mm-hmm. this can legit make Kofi Kingston's team even stronger in the long run. He doesn't have Big E. He doesn't have Xavier now. Xavier will probably be out for a couple weeks. I'm guessing they're gonna make this look really bad. He's gonna go into Money in the Bank alone, and he's never taken the help of New Day before. But now that he doesn't at least have the motivation of his friends in his corner, yeah, it's no, gonna no, be a little harder. Him up. So it'll, yeah, that's I feel He'll like have that's to gonna do be his the own hook. intro. Oh, oh, yeah, that's true. Or do you think Kevin Owens is going to enter to, um, like, he does the all, but then it goes to Kevin Owens' music? That would be great. Oh, yeah. I'm third, calling it right now. The, he the, does that. Like, don't you dare be sour. Clap for your soon-to-be WWE champion. Oh, yeah. And yeah. feel the power. Yeah. Oh, that would be good. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to bet that's going to happen. And he comes out kind of, like, happy, like, not like, you know, like, I don't know, power positivity, but in a yeah. evil, manipulated way. Yeah. So that was SmackDown Live. That was SmackDown. Uh, uh, fun, overall, fun show. Overall, you know, it's, Once we talk two, about it's it, two it. hours, so it's nine times out of ten, it's a lot more watchable than fucking Raw. Well, it's well, a lot before, more tight. Before the show, before the show, we were you know talking about this, and we were like, oh, is we a good show or not? Or it kind of sucked. But now talking about it, I'm like, okay, there's, it wasn't there's that a, bad. There's it was a good. there's a bit of pep- raw peppering though. Which I'm definitely concerned. Well, about. somebody left some salt on the grill from the night before. You yeah. know, someone was grilling the night before, didn't clean the grill. Well, that's a that's a thing. Like that actually happens. Oh, dude, go to a dirty like. If I mean, it really depends on the restaurant, but mm-hmm. like you can like definitely taste it. Yeah, some people don't clean their grills too because they say it adds flavoring to the grill when you cook meats. That's but then don't doesn't that like sour at least? <sighs> no, because what? no, because you're cooking the flames that like like it kind of yeah you know, takes care of it yeah. All right, shall we get out of here? Yeah, six All minutes. Right. Oh, oh, we have six minutes left of the show. Okay, what, what else should we talk about? <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. For City Wrestling Radio, for KCSF, I'm Corey Smith. I'm Michael Vergara. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5. And buy a t-shirt. Uh, brownbutterwrestling.com. No. Brownbutterwrestling.com. Slash CWR.html. I don't know if I have to say the HTML part, but I do anyways. Just in case. Uh, like, share, and subscribe at CWR4 and 5, soundcloud.com slash City Wrestling Radio. I hope you have a wonderful day. Me and Michael will see you on Friday with the B show. Where don't forget, we're oh, talking God. about we're talking about Josh Barnett and um, Minoru Suzuki. Minoru Suzuki. Blood Sport 2019. I hope it's still up on Daily Motion. What did I, I say? Nope. What's, no, I, nope. I, mean, we bought, I bought all money. I'll buy. I've actually paid for it. So okay. all right. I think I can share it with anybody. I don't know. They're like, that's not how it works. Okay, you gotta go. You yeah. have dinner reservations. See you ladies later. Have a wonderful night and Thursday too. Bye. Bye.